This podcast is brought to you by Voice of Vets. Voice of Vets. Hear it. Feel it. Feel it. Feel it. Now, today's edition of the COVID Report is dedicated to the plight that was faced by a specific group of people. A group of people we all had the pleasure of being able to celebrate a couple of weeks ago. I am, of course, referring to the matric students, class of 2020, who were left with having to write their matric exams under unprecedented circumstances, circumstances that nobody across the world saw coming, least of all the teachers in their classrooms. On today's edition of the show, we will focus on the plight that was faced by the matric students, the class of 2020. And in particular, we will find out how the students themselves felt about the circumstances under which they had to complete their matriculation, as well as the perspective of a parent of a matric learner. The achievement that the class of 2020 managed to secure by passing their matric exams in the face of the coronavirus pandemic is an achievement that cannot be understated. Joining us at this time to talk about the plight that matriculant students faced over the course of our fight against this pandemic, we are joined by Ms. Kumo Toyana, who is an 18-year-old learner who matriculated at Jeppe High School in the 2020 academic year. She'll be sharing with us her experience of studying through the pandemic and completing her matric year. Kumo, thank you so much for joining us here on the COVID Report. Can you please talk us through what the most challenging part was about being a grade 12 learner during the pandemic? What were your fears and how did you overcome those challenges and those fears? One thing I was afraid of during the time was that we're going to have to repeat the matric year like in 2021, which means that we're going to spend more time at school. But I feel like the whole thing was just weird. It was just like a weird experience because we didn't know what was going to happen with our whole year. And when we did go back to school and when they told us that, okay, we're going to finish this year and everything. Another thing was some of the work we had to do at home and homeschooling takes a lot of discipline, which is something that I don't have. Like, honestly, some of the work I didn't even complete. And I was so scared. I was like, you know what? It's just over for me. (laughs) But I feel like because I decided to stay focused and work 10 times harder than I would normally work. I feel like that's why I had such a great matric year at the end of the year. Now, you just touched on it, the migration to doing most of your schoolwork at home and you making the admission that it required a lot of discipline that at times you felt you didn't have. Can you talk me through exactly how you coped? with the pressures of having to self-study and having to use the online studies route that a majority of school children over the course of the 2020 academic year were forced to migrate to, to mitigate the impact of the pandemic. You mentioned that you felt you didn't have the discipline. Was it just being overwhelmed by the task? Was it perhaps questions of the degree of access you had to the resources that you would have needed to successfully engage in the online studies platform. I'm talking access to your schoolwork, internet access, very, very importantly, and those other factors. Can you talk me through your experience? I was very fortunate to have internet access during the time. So 
that was not a problem at all. The problem was I was at home. The home is like a place for me to just relax and have a great time, you know. There's so much to do. There's TV, there's all this. And at school, we have so much discipline because you know that you're there to work, you're there to complete this, you're there, like you are so focused compared to when you're at home when you've got all this internet access plus your phone, plus Netflix, all these new things going on. So I feel like what I needed to tell myself was that all of these other things can wait. I should just use my time very wisely, make sure that I am completing the tasks that are given for the day instead of me just sitting and just relaxing and watching TV. Because I remember during the first week of the lockdown, I didn't do any schoolwork. Like personally, I didn't do any schoolwork. I would just check what they say in like the class groups and all that. But like I didn't interact with those activities. Until like I realized that I'm just playing myself and I need to actually do the most. So I just had to get myself a timetable that said what I need to do and when I need to do it and all of that. And my school actually realized that, okay, most of the learners are not actually interacting. So what they did was they made us check in. They made us have like activities to hand in throughout the day which proved that okay you've done your work and that also helped us because then we'd realize that okay actually I don't understand what's going on and they could easily help us so I feel like it just took a lot of sitting down and talking to yourself and saying well, you need to do this and you need to actually start focusing. I see so talk me through this routine that you set up for yourself in continuing to engage with your teachers and hand in the assignments that you were assigned to do in a timely fashion, as well as the routine that you employed for yourself to study through this period. Talk me through that routine that you set up for yourself. And when you look at your results, when they came up, do you think your strategy paid off? I think the strategy did pay off because I did very well. What I did was during lockdown, by the help of our teachers, you'd have to check in at 8 a.m. in the morning and then check out at 2 p.m. And throughout the course of the day, you go through lessons that you would have when you were at school, but then now you're at home and then they give you assignments, either through Google Classroom, which was the platform that we used, or through a WhatsApp group chat. And then that's how they used to communicate with us. It was like a normal school day, whereas we had like lessons and a break so that we could have like a new normal type of thing. So I feel like having that kind of schedule at the time really did help because you got used to it and it was something that you were doing before, just that now it's a different environment. And I feel like I used that strategy when it came to studying for my exams. Now, Kumo, without running the risk of backing you into a corner that compels you to be political in your response to what I'm about to ask you next, I would like to get your account of the experience as a matric student dealing with everything going on and all of the changes that have been brought by this pandemic to your academic year. And what were your thoughts about the Department of Basic Education and their role as far as providing support for learners during the pandemic? Did you think that the Department of Basic Education did a good job or enough of a job to make you guys feel prioritized as students? And as far as your relations between yourselves as students and your teachers and all of the uncertainty surrounding the circumstances you had to work through to finish your matric year. What kind of guidance and help did your teachers provide 
And were they able to provide enough of that to make you feel more secure about those process that you had to go through? With regards to the Department of Education, I feel like because this pandemic hit everyone as a surprise and it wasn't expected and we actually didn't know what to do with the pandemic, we didn't know what was going on, there was a state of confusion at the beginning, I feel like they actually did do their best during the time because there were programs on TV for people who didn't have internet access to actually get lessons and stuff. And it went through grade one through to grade 12, mean that everyone was sorted. You see, there were times and different channels that catered to each and every grade. So I feel like that was also a great help for those who are not fortunate enough to get internet access. So I feel like judging by the fact that everyone didn't expect this to happen, I feel like they handled the situation very well and that they actually did help us in a way to actually complete the academic year. And when it comes to our teachers, they were of great help during the time. There was even a whole website that they had put up in my school where you can actually communicate with the school psychologist if you feel like you are under pressure or if you feel like you're not coping at all. You could actually communicate with the school psychologist so that you can actually talk to you to help you calm down, help you relax. And if you didn't feel comfortable with that, our teachers were available to actually like, okay, you can come talk to me. What do you need? Is there anything wrong? They were there at all times. And I feel like there was never a time where I felt as if we didn't have their assistance or their guidance throughout this whole situation. Because I feel like they sort of understood what we were going through because they were also going through the same type of pressure, trying to complete the academic year and how confusing everything was. So I feel like they were actually the best people during this whole time because you never felt alone and you never felt like you didn't have any guidance during this difficult time. And finally from me, Kumo, by extension from my previous question, what are your thoughts on how our country's government has dealt with this crisis. We've been through two waves of the pandemic. There's a looming threat in certain circles of society of the third wave, but that comes on the backdrop of vaccines finally arriving in the country. Health workers being vaccinated by the thousands on a daily basis and us reaching the bottom end of the second wave of this pandemic. Restrictions got tighter and then looser over the course of the wave that we've been on as a country dealing with this pandemic. What are your thoughts as a South African citizen now who is about to possibly embark on a journey of further education and life as a young adult while we deal with this coronavirus pandemic? Can you take me through your thoughts on our government's response to this crisis, where you think they went wrong, the great things that they have done, and where you think they can improve? I think that our government actually handled the situation well. I feel like if some of the things that were implemented were not implemented at the time, we'd be at a greater state of disaster, actually. We'd have more cases, we'd have more fatalities at this point. I feel like the implementation of the different levels is actually something that's making things a bit simple and making things a lot safer for us. For the fact that our president can actually 
say, okay, we're going down to level three, level one, level five, depending on the state of the country, is something that I feel like was a great idea because imagine if we didn't have any of those levels and it was just hard lockdown or we are outside. It wouldn't be something that was controlled and can actually be managed. So I feel like everything is just going fine with the whole level situation and it's helping the country actually stay at a level pace and keep things at bay for now. It's like a disaster prevention type of thing. And I feel like it is working. Yeah, like with regards to something that they can change, I feel like I wouldn't know what they could have changed with the decisions that they actually took because everything is happening at a fast pace and it's a shock to everyone. Like no one knows what to do. No one knows what's happening. So I feel like this, what they said they're going to do and the decisions that they actually decided to take are things that they saw fit at the time. And I feel like they actually worked out. They actually did help us in the long run. It is what it is. Like we are in this pandemic and I feel like everyone is just dealing with it as they go. It is what it is. And we are just dealing with it as it continues. And on that note, to wrap up this discussion, being that you have just crossed that milestone of matriculating from high school, what advice do you have for the class of 2021? What are your pieces of advice that you can share with them as far as working through these circumstances, embracing the changes that have developed in the manner in which matric students do their schoolwork under these circumstances? One thing I can say is that it is going to get a lot. It is going to become overwhelming and it is going to drain you at some point, but just stay focused and actually talk and express yourself when you feel like you are not coping and when you feel like you are not okay. Because speaking and expressing yourself is going to actually make you get help. You're going to get help. You can actually get help from anyone. And it's very simple to lose yourself during the year. It's very simple to feel like, you know, I really don't care about this anymore because you are tired and you feel like, you know, you can't do it. But one thing is that, like, stay true to yourself. Make sure you keep studying. Don't lose yourself. Stay focused at all times. Make sure that you're actually keeping yourself healthy and not skimping on that because that also does affect the way that you perform during your exams. And just make sure that like you are okay with yourself and that everything is fine mentally, physically, everything must just be okay in order for you to actually cope throughout the year. And don't forget to stay focused. That's one thing, just stay focused throughout the whole year. Because one wrong thing can just mess up everything. Kumo, thank you so much for joining us one more time here on the COVID Report. Thank you so much for the insight that you have given us as far as everything you had to deal with within your specific uh, disposition. And again, from all of us here at the COVID Report and VAWFM, congratulations on matriculating from JP High School and the best of luck with your future educational endeavors. Thank you. We've just been speaking to Kumo Doyana, an 18-year-old learner who matriculated from Jeppi High School in the 2020 academic year. We are now speaking to Umamu Hilda Boikanyo, a single mother of two boys who was affected immensely by the COVID-19 pandemic. She had to move back home and her son, unfortunately, had to opt to repeat grade 12. She joins us on the COVID report at this time to share her experience. Mama Hilda, thank you so much for joining us. Could you please start by telling us about the work you do and how many children who are still in school do you have? 
Thank you so much for inviting me. And yeah, like anyone else, the pandemic has affected us so bad. Yeah, my name is Hilda. I'm a facilitator, a trainer on a freelance basis. Yes, I have two kids, two boys. The other one is in grade six right now, and the other one is in grade 12. Now, Mom Hilda, can you please take us through exactly how the COVID-19 pandemic has affected you? When the president announced that the country is going into lockdown due to COVID-19, yeah, I lost my job. My contract was terminated as a facilitator, and I also have a business. So I lost income in both my business and my career. So it affected me so bad to a point whereby we had to move from Pretoria and go back home to the villages in the Northwest. Now, since schools were closed on the 18th of March, 2020, most parents were required to work from home and also homeschool their children. Can you please unpack how this experience was for you and your ability to homeschool your children? So the decision I made as a single mother that me and my children are moving to the Northwest, it affected their schoolwork so much. You can imagine in the villages, we don't have network coverages, so we couldn't do anything homeschooling. Otherwise, if we were doing it, it was going to be out of our pockets. We have to spend money on data. I had Wi-Fi, but due to lack of internet and services, I couldn't use it. So it was very difficult. The grade six, he was doing grade five last year. So I was able to find a school locally for him. So when the grade five went back to school, at least he was enrolled and finished his grade five. That's why he's in grade six this year. Unfortunately for the grade 12, my, my older son, he couldn't continue with his studies. He was attending at Willow Ridge High School in Pretoria where we left. And then when we come back home, we couldn't find a school that with the subject he was doing. So he had to drop out of school totally because I didn't have income then. So I had to drop him out until this year by the grace of God, I could be able to find school for him in Rastimbek. So it's only now this year he's finishing his grade 12. So I'm telling you, the pandemic has affected my children's schoolwork so drastically. It's very frustrating. How did your eldest son feel about dropping out of grade 12 last year and knowing that he will have to repeat matric this year? At the beginning, I could see that he was okay because we didn't know how long this will take you know, how long the pandemic will take. So he was okay with it and moving back home, he was okay with it. But as soon as we start looking for school for him and we couldn't find the right school around Northwest with his subject, I could see as a mother in his eyes, the fear and the frustration. Maybe he was thinking he wouldn't go back to school or finish his metric. But yeah, he, it affected him so much. I could see that it was it was really difficult for him but yeah like now he's he's happy he found a school and then he's fine he doesn't feel like he's repeating cuz he, he only did term 1 last year so now he's coping very well 
How have you maintained the well-being of your children's mental health as well as yours over this tricky period of time? Yo, it has been a difficult journey. Everybody was like, you know what, stressed and frustrated about this whole thing. So we can imagine the children who don't know what is happening. So me as a spiritual mother, I think prayer was the only thing that kept me going. Me as a single mother without income, raising two teenage boys, it's very difficult without an income in the middle of a rural village. So, yeah, it was very difficult. But you know what? It's just by the grace of God that we are here and then we are safe and then we are still alive. We've lost lots of lives, so I'm grateful to God. What of your youngest son? Has he managed to be able to adjust well to the changes? Can you please take us through the conversations you would have with him in order to prepare him for the change? My youngest son was actually happy to come home because he's an outdoor person. But as soon as we are here, then I think reality knocked him down because in the villages it's not the same as in the townships or in the urban areas. He had to adjust to everything that was happening around us. So yeah, at first... He was fine. But I think at this moment, he's adjusting very well at the new school, making new friends, you know. He's adjusting to a new life. So yeah, it's just by the grace of God that I was able to sit them down and then tell them what is happening and they could see as well. And then they said, Mom, any decision you make, we are behind you. So yeah, I'm so glad that even the children, they supported the decision I made. Please tell us what career path your son wishes to follow. I'm referring to the son in matric. And in what ways are you helping him prepare for life after matric, especially in this current climate that we're facing? My son is an artist. He's a designer. (laughs) Since he was young, from grade one, he always loved his drawings. Even at school, he's doing a design subject. That's why... It was very difficult for him to find school with a design subject. So after matric, he wants to do architecture. And at the moment, he's doing his brand, his clothing brand. Yeah, he loved designing. So at the moment, he's just enjoying a hobby of designing clothes and then yeah, sewing and all that. But after matric, he's, he's really, really interested in doing architecture. He loves the construction, designing buildings and constructing them and building them. So the whole process. So yeah, that's what he'll be doing after matrix. So yeah, we are really excited. We can't wait for him to find a space maybe in university and continue with his career. I am preparing him mentally, you know, motivating him, teaching him about entrepreneurship. I always do that. I've always been such a mother who motivates her children about being your own boss. He doesn't want to work for anybody. (laughs) He's going to do architecture, but I know at the end of the course, he will be starting his own business, his construction business. So, yeah. I'm excited as a mother. And lastly, please share with us what lessons you have learned as a parent from your experience of the COVID-19 pandemic. And what message would you like to share with other parents who may be listening right now, who have gone through or are going through similar experiences? Oh, what a journey. 
2020-2021, it was a difficult period in my life as a parent of two teenagers. I tried to teach my children to pray. That's the most important thing. We were locked inside our houses doing nothing. So we were praying more, so I taught them how to pray more. And then I taught them that, you know what, life is unpredictable. So we must always have a plan B. We must have a plan B where we can fall back on. We didn't know that the pandemic will do this. You know what, losing my job, my business falling like in a spare of a moment with no income. So the most important thing, prayer taught us to be content with who we are. We didn't know that one day we will look at ourselves and we don't know what we're going to eat tomorrow. So we learned to be content. So that's what I was teaching my children, that they must accept situations, whether it's bad or good. How do they do it? They must be humbled and they must be obedient. That's the lesson that we learned through the pandemic, locked inside our homes with no plans. You know what? We didn't know when and how this thing is going to end, but prayer kept us going. So I taught my children to be prayerful and to be thankful for what they have and to be content. And lastly, I learned that we do take things one day at a time, but we must think for tomorrow. I realized that most people and most parents, we didn't save. And we have a country where people don't save. So it was very difficult. We do not save. That's what I learned. Even today, I tell my friends and I teach my friends who are parents that, you know what, even if it's 20 rand a day, save it. Even if it's 10 rand a day, save it. At the end of the day, you will have something in your bank and then you will never know what will happen tomorrow. Yes, that's what I'm trying to teach most parents. And then we are forming groups of people that we save. So I'm planting a spirit of saving amongst other parents, amongst friends. Yes, thank you so much for the interview. Just heard from Mamu Hilda Boykanyo here on The COVID Report, sharing her experiences with us as a parent of a matric learner who had to opt, unfortunately, to repeat the grade 12 in the year of 2021. And she joined us here on The COVID Report to unpack her experiences and everything she has gathered from those experiences. We also had the pleasure of being able to hear from a few matric students who successfully passed their matric year even under the unprecedented circumstances under which they were forced to write their exams. And this is what a few of them had to say. My name is Mwiponi Poho and I was in matric in 2020 at Imakilata Secondary School. I live in a family of four, so... It was not challenging and there's no toddler. So it wasn't too easy. Uh, so my name is Tia Puvin. I'm 19 years old now. I went to Holy Rosary School and I have just been accepted to Wits University. For me, it was, I think, lockdown kind of helped a little bit because before lockdown, I went into matric and I was quite nervous about going to university and how it's all going to change with being responsible, making sure you hand in your assignments on time, all of those things. But then I think because it was online, I ended up doing that at home anyway. Oh, I had to attend the lectures by myself. No one was forcing me to be there. And the same happened for 
handing in assignments. Big thank you to the matric learners for taking a moment to speak to us. A big thank you to our guests. Umamu Hilda Boykanyo, mother of two boys, one of them a matric student who is repeating the year of grade 12 this year, as well as Kumo Toyana, a successful matriculant, matriculant of Jeppy Girls High School. And uh, she joined us on the show to talk about her experiences writing her matric exams underneath these conditions. Now, if you've missed this or any of the other conversations we've had on the COVID report, please visit our website, www.vowfm.co.za or visit Apple Podcasts to find the podcast for the COVID report. And until the next time you hear from me, please continue to stay safe. Please continue to wear your mask. Please continue to wash and sanitize your hands. Please continue to practice social distancing. And most importantly, please continue to support the COVID report. Bye-bye. This podcast was brought to you by Voice of Vids. By Voice of Vids. To hear more of our shows, tune in to 88.1. Or stream via www.varfm.co.za.